This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 106 is going to be from 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 1 and 2. As God's people, we must not be puffed up about sin, but mourn it. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 1 and 2 read, It is actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you, and such sexual immorality as is not even named among the Gentiles, that a man has his father's wife. And you are puffed up, and have not rather mourned, that he who has done this deed might be taken away from you. In 1 Corinthians chapter 5, we have a man that is living with his father's wife. This man is living in sin, and the church at Corinth is not doing anything about it. They're not trying to help this man come back to God. They're not trying to help him repent. They're puffed up about it. They're proud of the situation, and they don't know what they're doing. They need to help this man come back to God. They need to help him see that he needs to repent of the error that's in his life. In his current condition, this man is dead. In Romans chapter 6 and verse 23, it says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. As long as this man is living in fornication, living in sin, without repentance in his life, he is going to go to hell if he dies. And this congregation is not helping him to come back to him. They're proud of him. They're helping him stay in his sexual immorality. And they need to be helping him come back to God. This is sexual immorality that's not even named among the Gentiles, that a man has his father's wife. This is something that the Gentiles would see as corrupt and immoral. But the church, people that are supposed to be God's people, are puffed up about it. And they're not mourning this sin. They don't see this individual as dead in sin and going to the wrong place. But they see him as still a part of their congregation with this sin in his life. In Amos chapter 3 and verse 3, it says, How can two walk together unless they be agreed? This sin that this man has in his life is affecting the entire congregation. And until they follow Paul's advice and remove the sin from among them, They're going to be in a lost condition. As God's people, we must not be puffed up about sin, but mourn it. In Genesis chapter 2, verses 16 and 17, the Bible says, And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat, for in the day that you eat of it you shall surely die talking about spiritual death, separating themselves from God. God had given them a command that they could eat of any tree in the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they shall not eat of it. And they decided to break God's law and to eat of this tree. And when they made that decision for themselves, they separated themselves from God. In 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 1 and 2, this whole congregation, as long as they are approving of what is going on, is separated from God. They will surely die, God told Adam and Eve. And the Lord commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, 
But the tree of knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. It's because of sin in our lives that this death comes about. With Adam and Eve, they broke the command of God. They could eat of any tree in the garden but one. And when the serpent deceived Eve to eat of that tree, and she took it and gave it to her husband, and he ate of it, they chose to be separated from God. God did not choose to be separated from them. They chose to be separated from God. God was taking care of Adam and Eve in every way, but they chose death instead of the garden. In Isaiah chapter 59, verses 1 and 2, the Bible says, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save, nor his ear heavy, that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated you from your God, and your sins have hid his face from you, so that he will not hear. We separate ourselves from God. When we choose sin, we choose death over life. We choose Satan over God. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save. God can save us. He can help us, but we have to listen to him. We have to love him enough that we keep his commandments. John chapter 14 and verse 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. In 1 Corinthians chapter 5, we see that the people here at Corinth, they didn't love God enough to keep his commandments. They were living in sexual immorality, and they were puffed up about it. They needed to mourn the death, the spiritual death of this individual. As long as he was in sin, he was going to be dead. And we mourn death because it separates us from God. And if somebody in our congregation, if somebody in the church is living in willful sin, willful disobedience to God, then those individuals have to be dead to us and we bury the dead. They have to be taken away from us because in a basket of apples, if you have one bad apple that you don't take out of it, the death and the decay of that apple will spread like a cancer throughout the entire basket of apples. And before you know it, all the apples will be rotten. And that's what was going on in 1 Corinthians chapter 5. You had this one bad apple who had sin in his life that not even the Gentiles would do. And the congregation wasn't taking that bad apple out. And it was going to cause the entirety of the basket of apples to become bad. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33, evil companions corrupt good morals. In Isaiah 59, verses 1 and 2, those that sin separated us from God because God cannot be around sin. That decay and rottenness, God is going to remove from himself. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save, nor is ear heavy, that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated you from God, your God, and your sins have hid his face from you, so that he will not hear. As God's people, we must not be puffed up about sin, but mourn it. Romans chapter 6 and verse 23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. If we have an individual that is refusing to repent of sin in their lives, they have chosen death for themselves over the gift of God. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. And as long as we continue in sin and we continue to be puffed up about it and not help people come back to God, then we are choosing that same death. Eve chose death 
instead of God. And then she took it to Adam, who did the exact same thing. Adam should have chosen God over death, but he did not. And so they both died that day. In Matthew chapter 5 and verse 4, it says, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. If we mourn sin, we're going to be comforted because God is going to keep his word. In John chapter 3 and verse 16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If our belief in Jesus leads us to obedience and being obedient to him in baptism and having our sins washed away and then living a life that is in accordance with God's will, we're going to have everlasting life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If Adam and Eve would have believed God, they would have had everlasting life. They would have never been separated because of their sin from God and spiritually dead. So we need to mourn spiritual death. We need to mourn sin in our lives because the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God's eternal life through Christ Jesus. Mourn sin and accept the gift that God is giving us through obedience to him. In Romans chapter 5, verses 12 through 21, the Bible says, Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world, and death through sin, and thus death spread to all men, because all sinned, for until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed where there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those who had not sinned according to the likeness of the transgression of Adam, who is a type of him who was to come. But the free gift is not like the offense, for if by one man's offense many died, much more grace of God and the gift by grace of the one man, Jesus Christ abounded to many. And the gift is not like that which came through the one who sinned. For the judgment which came from the offense resulted in condemnation. But the free gift which came from many offenses resulted in justification. For if by the one man's offense death reigned through the one man, one, much more those who received abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as through one man's offense, judgment came to all men, resulting in condemnation, even so through one man's righteous act, the free gift came to all men, resulting in justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so also by one man's obedience many will be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound. But where sin abounded, grace abounded much more. So that as sin reigned in death, even so grace might reign through righteousness to eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. Sin came in through Adam. Grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Life comes by Jesus Christ. By keeping the commandments of God and loving God, we can have eternal life instead of death. But we have to choose life. We have to mourn sin. We have to stay away from sin in our lives. And when we do sin, we have to repent of it. And it's through that mourning process that we repent of our sins. Through godly sorrow, not worldly sorrow. If we will have godly sorrow in our lives, 
we can have life. As God's people, we must not be puffed up about sin, but mourn sin and realize that life comes through Jesus Christ. For I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes unto the Father except by Jesus. You see, John chapter 14 and verse 6, we have to go through him. Romans chapter 6 and verse 23 again says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God's eternal life in Christ Jesus. We have to understand that when we sin, we die. Death comes by sin. Being separated from God is death. And so we need to learn how to mourn sin. As God's people, we must not be puffed up about sin, but mourn it. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 16 and 17, For if the dead do not raise, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, your faith is futile, you are still in your sins. Verse 18, Then also those who have fallen asleep in Christ Jesus have perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most pitiable. But now Christ has risen from the dead and has become the firstfruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since by man came death, by man also came the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all died, even so in Christ all shall be made alive. We can be made alive if we will live in Christ. In Galatians chapter 3 and verse 27, we are told how to get into Christ. Galatians chapter 3 and verse 27, the Bible says, For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. If we want to live in Christ, we have to be baptized into Him. We have to learn how to live right. We have to read the scriptures, we have to study God's word. We have to learn how to be right. In 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 1 and 2, it says, It is report, actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you, and such sexual immorality as is not even named among the Gentiles, that a man has his father's wife, and you are puffed up, and have not rather mourned, that he who has done this deed might be taken away from you. As God's people, we must not be puffed up about sin. We must mourn it. If there's sin in our lives, let's get it out. Let's take it away. Let's cut it out like a cancer because it not only kills us, but as long as we allow it, as long as we don't say something about it, as long as we don't rebuke people that are living in sin, it is going to spread to everybody around. As God's people, we must not be puffed up about sin, but mourn it. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.